and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. Bam! Bamboobly! Uh, and this is Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? I, I you did, seem like you're in a great mood. Yeah, I decided I was going to try to um, introduce a catchphrase. Bam! But, but not figure out what the catchphrase was before you started saying it? No, no, no. I figured it out. It was going to be uh, Bam! Yeah, that's Emerald. Yeah, and then when I then uh, when I said it, <laughs> it, it reminded me. Oh, that's where I got it from, Emerald Lagasse. Yeah, you can't I just, just can't. add more words. I couldn't be like, my catchphrase is, uh, "Do you smell what the rock is cooking? It smells delicious." I think I think that's fair. That's fair <laughs> that's, use. That's fair use. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm putting my own spin on it. It's at least a derivative work. Yeah. Right? Like, you could both get credit for it. <laughs> right, right. We'll split the royalties. Every, on. Yeah, every time you say it, you have to, you have to uh, punctuate it with a shout-out to The Rock. Yeah. Shout-out to Dwayne my man, Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, I think he's just Dwayne Johnson now. I think we have this conversation every week. I know he's just Dwayne Johnson now, but I think if you're referencing his... Wrestling career? Wrestling career, it's... it's he was back at WrestleMania. This guy's always back at WrestleMania. Yeah, well, he's really good at wrestling, Tom. Yeah, yeah. He is going, uh, are you a little pissed at him that he's going to be uh, more fondly remembered than Arnold Schwarzenegger? He's not going to be more fondly remembered than Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're out of your mind. He's a better actor. No, he's not a better actor. much better command of the English language. (laughs) Well, it's his first language, so I would hope he would. And whereas uh, Arnold topped out at Governor. Rock can go all the way to the top. I think he's headed for the Oval Office, my friend. Yeah. He's real. Uh, I'm always surprised at how rich actors are, and I don't know why. They get paid a lot of money <laughs> to do to do movies. Yeah, to he's do always... endorsement weird endorsement deals in like Japan and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do them here. It used to be taboo for such a long time to like do commercials if you're a celebrity, and now everybody's doing commercials. Jennifer yeah. Gardner. Jennifer Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> Jennifer Gardner. She does uh, Capital One. Sure, Samuel L. Yeah, Samuel he does. L. Jackson does. Capital One. They've got all the uh, the 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 A list celebs. Sure. Yeah. They they have a great card. They got me now, Tom. Oh, you're a Capital One customer. Yeah, this isn't an ad. Yeah. No, no. They got me as as a oh a as, a, as a paid, oh yeah. so this is an ad then. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I mean, I don't think I'm getting quite as much as right, Jennifer Garner right. or Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. But like I'm 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 up there. It's it's, <laughs> it's high sixes. Do they make more money off those than like movies nowadays? Probably. I mean, certainly for the amount of time it takes. Well, Samuel L. Jackson is like in those uh Avengers movies yeah. and stuff, right? The Marvel movies. Yeah. I saw a trailer for him in a new movie where he's playing Nick Fury, even though it's not a Marvel movie. I mean, it's not his, his name's not Nick Fury and he's got two eyes. Those are things that only you care about. All right. <laughs> but what my point with that is, mm-hmm. he—I don't think he makes a lot of money because they got to pay so many people for those movies. Tim, that's not, that, those movies make a lot of money though. That's yeah, the thing. but it all goes to the fat cats, Tom. You know this. Yeah, but Stop there's, there's being a, so naive. There's enough to to throw around to everybody. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, he wouldn't. I'm sure he wouldn't do that Capital One endorsement right. deal unless he unless it really was lucrative. Not no, not if he really needed money. I'm not even talking about that, because that, like, you have to go, like, I'm talking about, like, um, like, those ads that come from, like, uh, I don't know what countries in Asia, but it'll be, like, 
uh, Ben Affleck, or it'll be like Christian Bale, like dressed as Batman for some reason, <laughs> like just wearing a watch, and it'll just be like a print ad for a watch. Yeah, and like, and then like you'll read, uh, like, oh, he was paid like three point eight million dollars for that yeah. for that one photo shoot. Yeah, the luxury watch market, Tim, is uh, is no joke. What's he, his name? Did a bunch. Uh, John Travolta used to always have. He yeah. was like a a luxury brand. Uh, like a, a watch brand that is like so expensive you've never even heard of it. Oh, but, but you have? Uh, I've heard of it. Um, but yeah, and it'll just be in, you know, like high end magazines. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Cat Fancy? Yeah. For Those are for posh cats, right? Mm-hmm. Fancy cat. Yeah. Uh, How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy for you. Oh, thank you, Tim. Because one of your favorite guys is back in the news. Who? Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> he's not one of my favorite you love guys. This guy. No. You Why can't is he get back? Of Dahmer. Why is he back in the news? Why? He's dead. You're wondering because he was beaten to death yeah. uh, in prison 21 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Because uh, his killer spoke. Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. For for people who don't know, because I assume anybody knows every, like everybody knows as much about the 90s as I do. Right. But now we're old. Yeah. Now we're like yeah. yeah. And, like, people know about, like, ooh, this is what the Rugrats said to the Wild Thornberries in their <laughs> crossover episode, right? Because uh-huh. BuzzFeed tells them about that. Right. But we have to tell the kids about Jeffrey Dahmer. We, they don't know about the dark stuff that happened during the 90s. Yeah, it so wasn't all just, uh, you know, uh, a boom period. Some bad things happened, yeah, too. Yeah, it was a bust. Uh, Je- Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, he killed uh, at least 16 people. It's a lot of people. He ate some of them, although that was overstated. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you can't really, even if he only ate one of them. He didn't, I mean, he didn't eat like an entire person. He didn't like eat somebody to death. He didn't like bake somebody like, oh, I'm going to bake you into a, a loaf okay. of bread. <laughs> yeah, like, like he, uh, he was, it was more like. Like if a little kid uh mm-hmm. like dared if they like dared another kid to like uh take a bite out of uh, a frog that they found <laughs> right. for the rest of his life when he's like 50 years old are you going to be like oh and frog eater uh a, Johnny probably yeah probably <laughs> me too and b I realized how ridiculous <laughs> that sounded as I was yeah. saying it and b Eating a person's a way bigger deal than like eating a frog. Yeah, but that's not the only thing he did. <laughs> so you're you feel like uh, uh, he's uh, understated, or people people only remember the bad things about him, not all the good things he did. No, no, no. I think I think the cannibalism mm-hmm. overshadows the fact that he was just. A cold-blooded murderer. Well, I think I people think are like. Did, I think people here are like murderer. What a jerk! And then they're like cannibal. But oh my god! What do you mean? Uh-huh. I think the idea that he was a cannibal, yeah, that comes with m- being a murderer is going to come with the territory. Not always. No, <laughs> some people eat other people that or, or eat people that other people killed. Yeah, not really. Sometimes you know? they get tricked into it. Yeah, exactly. All the time, Tom. Not it happens a lot time. more often than you think. So anyway, uh, his his murderer spoke, uh-huh. and basically he uh, admitted to murdering him, mostly because he was just a jerk. The guy was a jerk, or Jeffrey Dahmer was a Jeffrey jerk? Jeffrey Dahmer was a jerk. I he, would say he went beyond jerk, Tim. He was a murderer. 
yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. But when he got to jail, yeah, he started uh, grinding people's gears, getting on their nerves. <laughs> so he wasn't killed just because somebody. This wasn't like a prison justice where somebody was like, "Oh, you were a murderer and a cannibal." And uh, see again. You eat one like finger, and it's like, oh, you get top billing with murdering sixteen plus people. Yeah. So, so wh- in what way was he a jerk, Tim? Here's here's what uh, set this guy over the top. All right. Uh, was he, that a reference to the uh, Sylvester Stallone prison movie, Over the Top? It wasn't a prison movie. It was an arm wrestling movie. Uh, prison was involved somewhere, right? Mm, people I'm arm sure, wrestle in prison. Yeah, people do arm wrestle in prison. I'm thinking of the one where he was a soccer player. Again, I don't know what that has to do with a prison. <laughs> no, and he was in prison. They played the 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 guards in soccer, I think. Oh, and if they won, the guards had to lock themselves in, and all the prisoners could go free. <laughs> right, or they could stay there and be guards. Yeah. If I if if I had that deal though, if I was a prisoner. Hmm. Uh, and I imagine this was like back in like uh, it was a period piece. Um, I don't know when it took place. I feel like uh, last century. But if the guards were like, "You beat us in this sport, mm-hmm. and you have the choice of being a guard or leaving," <laughs> I'd get as far away from that prison as possible. Yeah, just in I case they change their yeah, mind. Yeah, or like the guards might know something. Like, oh, well, there's a hidden thing in here. Yeah, or the guards might challenge you to another game. You might not be so lucky. Yeah, and then you're back in prison. And you have to accept. That's yeah. just manners. Double or nothing. And then, then your sentence gets doubled. <laughs> yeah, and you're screwed. So, wh- how was Jeffrey Dahmer a jerk? What, what, what was it that set this guy off? Well, one thing that he always do, he'd carve uh, food into uh, the, the shape of people and body parts. Yeah, Tim. See, this guy, he was feeding into it. Yeah, and then he'd drizzle ketchup on him in front of people, like that's uh-huh. the blood. Yeah. Uh, which, come on, man, like, that's, that's not playing with your food. It's, uh... So do you think, Tim, out of all the things he did, that's the least egregious? No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, that you, you, you would not believe the thing that he got murdered for. All right. <laughs> he and this other guy, these, these two other guys, they were, uh, they had to do, like, cleanup duty. hmm And, uh, I'm just looking for this guy's name. Uh and uh blah 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 the uh, the other guy the guy who killed him yeah okay um I'm not gonna find it I don't care do I care do we no, care it doesn't matter um so this guy his murderer mm-hmm. let's call him Jake Jake the Snake <laughs> well now now you're just uh, slandering the good name of a of a man who's gone Tim. Is Jake the Snake Jake Roberts? Jake the Snake Roberts is, is no longer with us, I believe. Christopher Scarver. Okay. Uh, and it, it was uh, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, Jesse Anderson, and Christopher Scarver. Okay. And they were all going to go clean the bathroom. <laughs> One bathroom? Yeah, I don't know. The communal bathrooms or something? I don't think they know. have, well, a shower room maybe? Yeah, okay, Tom. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to paint a picture in my head. It doesn't matter. They didn't even make it in because uh, as they're walking there, uh, Christopher Scarver, somebody pokes him in the back. Uh-huh. And then uh, he looks behind him and uh, Jeffrey Dahmer and the other guy are just like looking around like. <whistles> and then he pokes him in the back again. He looks and uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's giggling to himself. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I poked him in the back and then I'm looking away. That's a move I pull all the time. Yeah, yeah. 
This guy got so mad he uh, he beat him to death with a with a with uh, some sort of pole. Well, I mean, that's not that surprising because why why was this gentleman in jail f- in the first place? Um, jay- jaywalking. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, that's crazy that he's he was put in the same jail. Yeah, he just kept mouthing off no, to the I'm judge sure though, they, and I'm... the judge kept going, "Come on, buddy, dig your own grave here." He's like, oh, I think a fifty dollar fine is too much. All right, seventy five. Well, I that's find not a, you in contempt. Right. Yeah, and then it was all right. Maximum thirty security. years with Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, I mean that's not surprising that somebody who uh, I assume was in jail for murder already. Sure, but and the, especially the thing that and led if you to this get, guy's death. But it sounds like he didn't like him in the first place. He nobody did, liked nobody him. Nobody liked him. He was a real jerk. Yeah, and this guy was probably already serving a life sentence and was like, you know what? I'm going to do everyone well, a favor. Well, he also said, like, I don't want to get into it, but we were left unattended for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say the guards uh, aren't supposed to do that, and uh, I didn't exactly get punished for this. Yeah. But anyway. And Jeffrey Dahmer should have realized, like, uh-oh, something's up. Maybe I shouldn't do, you know, the annoying things I always do. Yeah, I mean, I just think when you're when you've murdered a bunch of people, uh, you've engaged in some uh, some terrible sex crimes and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, cannibalism. Mm-hmm. The thing where you finally get your comeuppance is pulling that move where you tap somebody and look around. You're like. Was it me? Was it me? What? Oh, did somebody tap you? I wouldn't know anything about that. And then that was the thing where it's like, yeah. all right, that's enough. That's enough. Now I'm going to beat you to death with this yeah. pole. What did the other guy do? Who? The the other guy that was with him. You said there were three guys. Oh, Jesse and... Oh, he ate him. He ate him. Yeah, wow. they ate him. Um, no, I wonder if that guy joined in or if he was just like, oh, I'm just going to hang out, watch this. I'm sure he didn't try and stop the other guy. No, I don't think so. Uh, so also, like... When uh, when someone's uh, when you're in a high security prison like this, mm-hmm. and one guy is beating this other guy to death, mm-hmm. you just you're on the side of whoever is in control at that point. Yeah, right? yeah. You're not Whoever's like, gonna uh, win. Yeah, you're not just like uh, like that. That's your only allegiance. Yeah. Mm. Him him getting killed ruined uh, demolition man. Tim Why? it made demolition man no longer an accurate. Uh, movie because he's referenced in demolition man that he's also frozen in ice with uh with sylvester stallone well, and uh wesley snipes well we don't know that he wasn't frozen in ice after this i we we are pretty sure he wasn't frozen in ice and he wasn't it wasn't a dead jeffrey dahmer frozen in the ice tim it was uh, a live one may i mean the whole plot of demolition man was so stupid anyway why would you take prisoners and then freeze them that that negates the whole point of prison. Then they just wake up and no time's passed. Yeah, that is that is true. And then uh, they're free to demolish whatever they want. Yeah, and they're still the same age. It was like, oh well, now I'm in the future. Pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta learn how to use these seashells to wipe my butt. It and would Taco be- Bell's a fancy place now. Where uh, where uh, what's his name from uh, Rock and Jock is playing piano. Who Dan Cortez? Yeah. Dan, Dan he, Cortez was in the movie. He was mostly from MTV Sports. And, like, yeah, Rock and Jock was a presentation of MTV Sports, but. <laughs> I was talking about the division. You know, he goes by Dan Cortese now. 
No, he doesn't. I swear. Why? I don't know. Was that what it was all along and just he never corrected anyone? Well, it's C-O-R-T-E-S-E. Yeah. That's not Cortez. No. I think he was trying to sound like ethnic. Mm-hmm. But Cortese sounds... It's a different kind. Yeah. I think you got, when you're an actor, Tom, you got to change with the times. And that's what the times changed to? I guess so. I don't know. I didn't read that Hollywood uh, reporter article about... Dan Cortez? Who's getting, what ethnicities are getting what <laughs> roles and whether or not that's a well, good thing. Well, you should read it, Tim. It's, uh, it, oh, no, I know what you're talking That was a real article. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, just straight up racist. <laughs> I, I thought you were making something up. Tom. I should have known better that you don't make things up. I don't know show. how. I'm, yeah. I'm, like a, I'm like one of those truth-telling robots. There's if you, if you try to force me to tell a lie, smoke starts coming out of my ears. Of, not does a... not process, does not compute, but that, 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 that. That's all the uh, wires fraying. You know? All right, Tim, enough 90s talk. Let's get with the times. And the times, they are changing. And now this there's a... This is a great segue. Now, <laughs> sorry, sorry for interrupting your segue. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Go on. And now there's a... Uh, uh, <laughs> some people listening might be confused. They might think that you're talking about the Segway uh, personal transporter that I'm on right now when you said, this is a great segue. Sorry I interrupted because you walked in, in the path of my Segway and it stopped one of the safety features. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, HGTV. That's what we're talking. Home and you garden can, television. You can sit down, Tom. I prefer not to, Tim. I didn't spend sixteen grand on a Segway to sit. Sixteen grand. Sixteen. I got the the nice model. Yeah. How much did the wireless uh, microphone headset cost? Came, the guy threw it in with the Segway. Yeah. Oh, you gonna be casting from the Segway? Yeah. Oh, that you're ca- oh yes, That's how he got me to buy the nice one, Tim. Because in the long run, it pays for itself. Through? Through podcasting, because I can podcast on the go. That's true. You've literally been podcasting circles around me already. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm envious, Tom. Well, I, I'll, I'll hook you up with my guy, with my Segway guy. What's his name? Uh, his name is Lance. Lance? Lance the Segway guy. It's his last name, though. Lance Segway. Oh wow! Yeah, he's born. He's born into the family business. No, he changed it after he got the job. Oh, that's dedication. Just, well, and that was you know to show his boss that he was a real go getter. A go getter. Yeah. Now, do you think that improves the odds of getting a job? Do you think if you went to like uh to like uh, uh <laughs> McDonald's and your n- last name was McDonald? No, no, no. If it was something like. Uh, Let's say Oscar Meyer. And, <laughs> and you were your like, name was Oscar Meyer? No, your name wasn't Oscar Meyer. Your name's Tom Reynolds. And uh-huh. they were like, well, we're, we're seeing a lot between of- you and another Yeah, candidate. we're seeing a lot of qualified candidates. And if you like slid, uh, slid a piece of paper across the table to them, and it was a, it was a mock-up like of a driver's license. Like, here's my offer. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And they, uh, they open up the, the paper, and it's a, it's a photoshopped driver's license with your face, everything the mm-hmm. same about you, yeah. except- Oscar Meyer. Do you think they're just like, 
<laughs> they probably be like, what is this? <laughs> and then you say, did you make this? Yeah, this is my, uh, this, this is merely a prototype. <laughs> However, it was a mock-up of what my license Why don't you help me make like. this a reality? Yeah. Why don't we make this a reality together? Yeah. Um, and then uh, I don't think Oscar Mayer would the, the fucking keys to the Wiener Mobile on the spot. <laughs> no way, Tim. Yeah. Those are th- those are uh, uh, kept in a safe. They don't. There's like a vault where two people have to open it. Yeah. Uh, they wouldn't be able to do it on the spot. They'd be like, "Come back here tomorrow. We'll get the other guy. We'll give you the keys." I to the think they. I think they'd call the other guy right there while you're all in the room. That other guy's too important. Too important to a guy who's soon to be named Oscar Meyer. See, it wouldn't help the company if my name was Oscar Meyer. You'd sell so many hot dogs, Tom. Oh, so I'm a hot dog salesman? Yeah. Oscar Meyer wieners. In bulk or in uh, you know individual sales? What I, name it. <laughs> well, I think individual sales, they wouldn't, you know, there's only so much money you can make selling hot dogs on you know the sh- at the street level. Oh, you mean oh no 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 no. You're going you're driving the Wiener Mobiles to stadiums. You're driving uh the, the Wiener Mobile doesn't serve hot dogs. I know, Tom, you're driving them <laughs> you're driving it to the meetings where you're meeting with with the stadiums? Yeah, where it's like, "Hey, uh uh d- d- owner of the Dallas Cowboys, uh-huh. whose name I couldn't think of for some reason, uh how would you like to serve Oscar Mayer. How would you I like a ride he, in the Wiener Mobile? I don't think he takes the meetings with individual food suppliers. Yeah, but when when somebody tells <laughs> when him the Wiener Mobile shows up. Well, it's the combination of the Wiener Mobile, Tom. When he hears outside his office during a meeting, what the hell is that? That's yeah. the craziest horn I've ever heard. And then it's he, the Wiener Mobile. And then he thinks, oh no, it's it's just it's just a salesman. And then they'll be like. <laughs> Come right in, Mr. Oscar Meyer. <laughs> and then he, he goes nuts. He's like, wait, Oscar Meyer himself is here? and you Clear can, my schedule. Yeah, and you can say without lying, yes, it's me, Oscar Meyer, and I'm here to sell you some hot dogs. You know, it How w- many can I put you down for? Three million? <laughs> and then you bring it back to the guys uh, at HQ, at uh-huh. uh, OMHQ, and they're like, Three million hot dogs? This is the biggest sale we've ever had. Yeah. Reynolds, or should we say Meyer? People don't buy all those hot dogs at once though. Well, they do in <laughs> He's not he's not gonna buy like a <laughs> hot purchase dogs don't porch, keep... purchase orders. And okay, yes, and, hot dogs and don't keep that long. To be long. honest, they do keep that long. Mm, three million's a lot of hot dogs. Well you're uh, uh there's what fifty thousand people in this stadium? Yeah, and they're no seventy thousand. They're not all buying hot dogs. Yeah, once they see the commercials with you, Oscar <laughs> Mayer, they'll be like, oh, I think really you're really the over overestimating how impressed people would be. And I think it was two guys. I think it was a guy named Oscar and a guy named Meyer. See, this is why you're the best of both worlds, Tom. And am I going to try and claim that I'm the son of these two men? No, you just, if you want, I don't know. I don't think you really, I don't think people will care that much about the backstory. I think, <laughs> but I think, they care enough about the fact that my name I think, I think you're going a little overboard uh, here, Tom. Jeez. Yeah. Di- dial it back a little bit. All right, Jeez. Tim, we're talking about HGTV today. Yeah, HGTV. Home and Garden Television. Uh, it's a network. Yeah, a television network. Now, it originally started back in the day 
as uh, like uh, it was kind of like a how-to, right? Like this is how. Yeah, this is how to garden. And this will. This is how you plant tomatoes. This is what a tomato looks like when you should pick it. That's the garden portion, and then mm-hmm. the home portion was like, here's how to like uh, paint how, how a to wall. fix up your yeah. house. Yeah. It it's not that anymore. No, no, because nothing's good. Ain't not good. Nothing's useful anymore. <laughs> There is no useful information to be gleaned from television anymore, except oh, Tom. That's a cynical. You, no, statement. it's true. Like the only information is like uh, who won a game. Sure, you can get that information. Otherwise, it's all garbage. Vast wasteland. Home and garbage television is what they should call it. You do not like HGTV, huh? Um, you know what? I've been watching it a lot more recently, which is why I I want why I brought you here today, Tim. And uh, um, it's it's crazy to me just because it is a channel that is just passive aggressiveness on display. Yeah, twenty four seven. It's just like, would you like to would you like to watch people making big decisions and a lot of uh, passive aggressive comments being thrown around? Uh, between everybody, all right. Between no, everybody, hold on, hold on. it's a two-way street. I think we need to to the the show that I watch most often, mm-hmm. and this is like HGTV is yeah. on you know, loop in my apartment as well. I, yeah. it's my girlfriend, not me. It's me. I it's, like it. It's my girl dog. Your dog. Uh, He's like, uh, let me see some uh, gardens to pee in. Yeah. But then it's House Hunters. House Hunters is the one that I most frequently watch. Well, and most of the shows now are some riff on that theme. Right. They, so, they've hit on the idea of like, we're going to show, uh, we're going to have like a host and they're going to show people houses. Right. So uh, the, they, they, or we're gonna this is how House Hunters situation. work. There's, there's a couple. It's always a couple, right? Usually a couple. 99% of the time it's a couple. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that I've ever seen like a, a single person buying a house on House Hunter. Probably just because a single per, Because I think on all House Hunters, there's always one person who wants to do it and one person who doesn't. Right. So a single person looking for a home is just going to be like, no, I don't want to. So it's like, this is Brett and Lisa. They have one kid and they (laughs) live in Rochester, New York. They're looking to upgrade from their too small house to a two bedroom uh, house for, and their budget is $300,000. Their wish list is an open concept kitchen, two (laughs) bathrooms, one with a jacuzzi tub. And a backyard for their son, mm. and then it'd be and here's uh you know uh Diane the realtor she's gonna show them three houses yeah. and then they have to choose and yeah, then like, house hunters doesn't have a host right it's, it's the just realtor the realtor the realtor and, uh, and the real awesome. star and so then the show is mm-hmm. the realtor showing them house number one house number two then house number three and in the last five seconds seemingly <laughs> these couples. Come to an agreement it's uh-huh. where to spend the rest of their lives. Yeah, in like three seconds, always over a plate of nachos, what? and then I never see nachos yeah, on the show. Like, oh, it's dumb. Oh, what do you man, think I'm, I'm watching, watching the wrong episodes? Yeah, I just watch it mostly for uh, nacho recipes <laughs> ideas. Um, I just realized that they wouldn't do it with one person because then it would be a realtor showing somebody a house and them going, "Huh, mm-hmm, 
and then just quietly contemplating in their yeah. head. They need to. We need to see it on the screen. You need to have two people talking about it. Right. And so the couple is inevitably horrible to the realtor. <laughs> yeah. Like to the point where sometimes it's like, why are you showing me this? This house sucks. Yeah, it's weird because I was always under the impression, and maybe it's just like you know the closest approximation I have to buying a house is dealing with brokers uh, in New York City to find an apartment to rent. And that's always, I have yet to meet a broker that's not an awful person. Or like at the very least, at best, they're just disinterested. Sure. So that's why I'm always surprised that the dynamics flipped on House Hunters, that it always seems like it's the realtor. The realtor is usually the one you're siding with. The realtor is usually the one who's like, well, you know, you can't get a, you know, a, a house with a movie theater for $100,000. Yeah. I mean, you can in Waco, Texas. Where? <laughs> the the old compound? Is that what you're talking about? No. <laughs> it's where I think they had that's, uh, is it Love It or List It? Or one of the other ones. Okay. The husband and wife couple. They only show houses in Waco, Texas. And they'll be like... This mansion, this this forty eight room mansion, just comes in just under uh, Brett and Lisa's uh, t- t- budget of six thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah, and it's uh eight hundred acres, and uh, it's got a fountain, a, a a marble fountain, a water fountain, water fountain. Um. Well, but that makes sense. Like, realtors don't travel all over the world. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, they're, they're showing places in Waco, te- Texas, because that's where they are. Yeah, but House Hunters goes all around because there's no fixed host. Yeah. And that's they're, why they're House always on the hunt. is the most versatile, longest-running show. Yeah, Tim. It's not uh, House Gatherers. It's House Hunters. Exactly. Got to get out there. Yeah. Hey. You, you got to uh, have an have an ear for the hunt if you want to be in the housing. Game. So what's love it or list it, Tim? You, you're more uh, you're more up to date on the shows. I'll tell you what love it or list it is, Tom. It's okay. exactly House Hunters, except <laughs> well, you just said there's hosts and it's always in Waco, Texas. No, I th- I got that confused with something else. <laughs> All right. Uh, love it or list it. Uh huh. There's a couple. Okay. They live in a home. That is that, n- they did, no longer that, want. That they don't love anymore. Yeah. Wait, it's always the same couple? How many houses do these people have? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, it's different couples every every episode. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so uh there's a team. There's a realtor. Okay. And then there's a contractor. All right. And the contractor says, I know you don't like your house. <laughs> I know you don't like this stupid house. Here's what I'll do. You tell me what you don't like about it. Yeah, the kids. We'll give you a budget. No, it's usually not the kids. These people generally like their children. Oh. Hmm. You give us a budget, and we'll. Uh, I'll make sure that this. I I can turn your house into a house that you'll love. Mm. You'll love it. Yeah. And this re- realtor goes, "Not so fast, you jerk." Oh man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna show you these other houses. I think maybe three other houses, just like house <laughs> owners. And you're going to like one of them so much, you're going to think list about it. your other house and go, list it. Yeah. List it, dicks. Mm. I'm moving out. I'm moving up in the world. And then they had to choose at the end, love it mm-hmm. or list it. And what do they choose? It uh, it depends oh, on the episode. Oh, it's different every episode. Yeah, huh? there's a different outcome. 
Which makes it, which is why so many people gamble now, while watching. <laughs> well, that's why it's such a big thing in Vegas to yeah. gamble on Love It or List It. Yeah. Um, what? Oh man, I could I could get into some like fantasy Love It or List It uh, gambling. I'd like to I'd like to be an odds maker for a game show for not a game show for, for uh, HGTV. Yeah, it'd be tough to run that because I feel like they they. Uh, show reruns so frequently yeah. there's gonna be a ringer in there and be like oh i don't know uh you'd you know, have to you get hustled it, it would have to only be new episodes and you'd have to get all the bets in during that last commercial break yeah so anyway it's 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 high pressure yeah and the couple is always mad at the realtor or the contractor <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're also like they team up against the realtor or the contractor but then they also are fighting each other because anybody who's ever been on House Hunters mm-hmm. or any one of these shows is terrible. Yeah. Individually, as a team, just people that you want nothing to do well, with. Well, because I think for for most people, oh, the ice cream man's here. I don't know if that, if the mic's picking that up. Oh, great. Now we're going to have to pay royalties to Mr. Softy. That's how he gets us. Yeah. Well. We're never going to get these free ice creams. <laughs> what? Well, the free all the ice cream that I pre-bought, Mr. Softy just keeps taking that. He's like, oh, well, he just takes royalties, it out of the royalties, yeah. and my ice cream fund. Um, it's smart that you you have a. <laughs> well, it was at a significant discount if I paid in advance. That's that's a good idea. Yeah, uh, Tom, I I I applaud your cash foresight under, on that. Cash under the table. Yeah. What the IRS what's, doesn't what's know about my ice cream. Out of this, yeah. yeah. Um. I had a question about uh, love it or list it. Um, oh well. Oh no, I was going to say couples that go on this. Yeah, of course they're awful because a normal person is not going to think. Well, this is one of like the biggest decisions of my life: buying a house. Let me is stressful enough already. Let me uh, get a TV crew in here and uh, maybe like what are they expecting to get out of it? Like, oh, maybe this will be my ticket to fame. How many people on House Hunters do you think moved to L.A. afterwards? I don't think Thinking that's I can get a lot for. of meetings now. No, because they buy a there's house. A, there's a lot a of buzz about like, my episode. They buy a house in, like, Iowa yeah. at the end. Here's what I think. There's some sort of shenanigans going on because anybody that I know that ever bought a house, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we found a house we wanted, and then, like, it, it took, like, five to seven months and yeah. we didn't wind up getting it yeah, and we yeah. had to like put money in places and like fill out uh, tons of paperwork. It wasn't, the the realtor took us to see three houses by the end of the day we had it. Yeah, because at the end they actually show like what they've done because usually when yeah, they decide on a weird. house on House Hunters they're like alright we'll buy it but we have to change all this yeah, and, and they come they back it. and it's like yeah so like unless the production schedule is like well we start filming this episode uh, in uh, 2015, and the air date is 2019. That's when we'll see it. Like, unless there's like a four-year lead time, yeah, things are getting done really quickly. Hmm. So it's what HGTV. do you think is going on? I think HGTV is some sort of real estate scam, <laughs> where they're like they just bought up all this real estate, and, just... and they own it all, oh. and they bought it years ago. And they, then they're jacking up the prices for these rubes that come on and be like, we're going to be on TV and buy a house. <laughs> and then uh, HGTV bought these houses for like 
you know, during the the pennies on the dollar. Yeah, pennies on the dollar, and then they're mm-hmm. flipping them. Yeah, and uh, ruining these these young people's lives. Well, I'm glad we're speaking truth to power here, Tim. Yeah. Getting the word out. I have no love for HGTV, hot garbage television. <laughs> Hey, this week's episode is brought to you by Audible. Tom? Yeah. Audible.com is the place for audiobooks. There are over 180,000 titles to choose, and from every category imaginable. Everyone that you can imagine, Tom. Fiction, nonfiction. Yeah, that's it. More specific. Yeah. So go to audiblepodcast.com slash everything for a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Any book? Any of their audiobooks, Tom. Wow. You can, uh, you know, what book that I, uh, I'm, I'm about to download and listen what? to, and I hope he reads it because he's got a soothing British voice. <laughs> uh, so you've been publicly shamed by John Ronson. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've been uh, eyeing that book as well. Yeah. Well, guess what? Get ready to ear it for free <laughs> uh, with a free 30 day trial and a free audiobook. And if you don't like what you choose, Tom, mm-hmm. no problem. With Audible's great listen guarantee, you can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked. Wow. None. Not not question 1 will they ask you. So go to audiblepodcast.com/everything for a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Tim, this week's episode is brought to you by Sherry's Berries. For our listeners only, Sherry's Berries is offering giant freshly dipped strawberries starting at $19.99. Over a 40% savings. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone, and type in our code Brooklyn. Brooklyn, like uh, like the city we live in. Yeah, uh, they've got uh, berries, berries dipped in all kinds of stuff. Uh, white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, uh, top of chocolate chips, nuts, decorative swirls. Uh, I, they sent us some of these berries, Tim. I didn't give you any. I ate them all. You before. ate them in front of me. Yeah, I didn't eat all of them in front of you. Would have they were too many and too big. Yeah, but I did eat them throughout the week, and they were really, really. They good. looked delicious, Tim. Yeah. Well, I'm here to tell you, Tim. They were delicious, Tim. Well, I've got a deal for you, Tim. Uh, here's the only way to get this amazing deal: freshly dipped strawberries, starting at 19.99. This offer is for our listeners only when you use the code BROOKLYN. Visit berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the microphone in the upper right corner and type in BROOKLYN. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone, enter our code BROOKLYN. Tim, you can get some of these berries, or you can send them to your mom for Mother's yeah, Day. Yeah, Mother's Day, Tom. Remember? Mother's Day in the U.S. at least, yeah. But, you know. Anytime. Yeah. Moms love berries any time of the year. Berries.com, offer code Brooklyn. Tom, mm-hmm. got a lot of questions about the Property Brothers. <laughs> All right. So explain what the property, because I'm not sure I completely understand. What, 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 they're two brothers. Mm-hmm. Who Are they handsome, Tom? Um, I feel like one of them is. One of them's a but little they're, they're rougher. But they're twins, I think. Yeah. I think they might be part of triplets. What? Actually. So where's the other property brother? What's he up to? He's in the back. He's like, hey, yeah, and I handle the septic system. Yeah. They I, don't put me on TV because yeah, I'm too gross. The, yeah, he's just, <laughs> he stinks. 
<laughs> he just he just uh shit. He just uh uh takes care of all the like the the dirty work. Yeah. He gets rid of the bodies. The literal and figurative dirty work. Um it's it's uh, a a Canadian reality television series. So there are two guys um the they are brothers and they look like <laughs> twins but they operate as if they're a couple. Yeah. I think they live together and bicker. That's not adult siblings don't live together. Yeah, I know. That's why they <laughs> operate like a couple. Yeah. It's like uh I, I I don't understand what the deal is. They uh they're always uh showing all their teeth at all times. <laughs> Even all the ones in the back? Yeah. Like they're they they have these permanent like uh big white smiles. Yeah. Um kind of dead eyes. Yeah. They're kinda weird because they're they're good looking guys and like they're very they've got like good voices and stuff. And they're fighting a lot, but they have no personality. Yeah. So they uh one's a contractor and one's a real estate agent. Yeah, quite a scam they've got going. Um oh and they uh they have an older brother, JD. They live in Las Vegas. And they're six foot five, Tom. Yikes. Forget it. Yeah, so I feel like they're they might be traditionally handsome, Tom. <laughs> I didn't say that they were non traditionally handsome. But they're handsome. but they're 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 they smile too much. Uh-huh. They have an ambiguous relationship. <laughs> And uh, they do... I mean, I don't think it's ambiguous. They're brothers. Yeah, but what brothers do you know? What adult brothers do you know live together? And, like, I don't know. They always have this weird... I don't know. They always seem like in weird competition. Like, their relationship always parallels the the relationship of the the couples on the show. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of each pick a side, it seems like. Yeah. Maybe it's just uh, television, Tim. Well, I, so what do they do? They buy, they they work with people. They buy a house. One of them buys a oh, house. Oh, this is this is the best of both worlds, Tom. Remember I was telling you about house hunters earlier, <laughs> uh-huh. and then uh, love it or leave it. Yeah, this not love it or leave it. Love it or list it. Love it or list it. <laughs> <laughs> love it or shove it. Uh, this one is uh, they go and see three houses. Uh huh. And the one property brother's like, I'm a real estate agent. I found you this property. And then the second property brother goes, that that was really good the way you explained that. Uh, you look good today. You look very nice today. And then the other one goes, can we not do this now? Not in front of the people, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, and he goes, okay, okay. Uh, he goes, uh, well, I'm a contractor. And if you buy this house that my brother uh, found you, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do this to make it better. Yeah. And they do that with three houses. And then they choose the house. And then they do it? Yeah, then they do it. How do they fit? This is why I don't get about HGTV. Oh, and the great thing about it is they have all these computer simulations of, like, uh, they're like, all right, if we took this house, here's how we'd take out this. They're always taking out walls. Yeah. Is that wall load-bearing? In the world of HGTV, (laughs) there's no such thing as a load-bearing wall. People just walk in willy-nilly and be like, we need to take that wall out. And everybody's like, cool. Great, we'll take this wall down. I think that's how houses are built nowadays, so I think everything's just a shell. Well, that's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, maybe that's why these guys are so robotic, Tim. They're, they're spending too much time in the simulations. 
Yeah, it's true. It's desensitized them to humanity. <laughs> um, this is what I don't get about HGTV is like, all right, so the basic show is house hunters, where everybody's hunting for houses. Right. They see three houses, they buy, they figure out a house. Every other show is just as long, but still always involves f- looking at and finding a house out of yeah. three houses. Yeah. How do they do that? What Magic do of editing? What do you mean? How is one show, all they do is that, but every other show, it's like, we're going to do that and more. It's it's uh, getting with the times, man. Uh, I guess everything's just go go go. Everything uh, more more. It's not enough to just see them look at houses. <laughs> I want to see them do something to the house. The weird thing about uh, these other shows where mm-hmm. they have contractors and they do a lot of work. Yeah. Like these, this network ostensibly started out as like an educational endeavor. Yeah. Like now they don't show you how to do anything. You like, Let's never hire somebody. see. Like, they literally just do the, like, this is, they show a before and then mm-hmm. sweep with the after. In. Yeah. And it's like, why didn't, I'd like to know how some of that stuff is done. Tough. Yeah, get in a time machine and go back. Yeah, buy a Time Life uh, book series. Uh, I don't think they even sell those uh, Time Life book series anymore. So what am I supposed to do? Yeah, and the, the people never. How am I supposed to learn about grout? <laughs> the people never, uh, uh, like, who buy the houses. They never seem to like get their hands dirty, right? They don't uh No, even the main contractor, like the main property brother. Yeah, that... it's always like a guy in a suit or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I'll tell the guys. I'm good at delegating. I'm yeah. the foreman. I guess every <laughs> I guess they need <laughs> I guess that's a legitimate uh, role. Yeah, yeah. Did you think a contractor was just one man? You thought you were getting it confused with a handyman. Yeah. They're just a more uh a more elaborate handyman. Um I'd like to be a handyman, Tom. I you wouldn't be good at it. I wouldn't be. I'm. I don't. Uh, and I don't think you would like to be a handyman. I think I could learn how to do some stuff pretty I, well. Yeah, but I think if you were a handyman, somebody'd hire you. You'd show up with a. You know, they'd be like, "Oh, this guy's got a a, a beard. He looks like Al Borland from uh, Tool Time." Uh, mm-hmm. I'd so. wear the uh, the plaid shirt. Yeah, as you've well. got tons of plaid shirts. You can just throw one of them on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people would be like, I don't have a tool belt. I think I can probably just buy one. At a, what do you think? A hardware store? Uh, the, Tim, that's just the place that would have it. Yeah, I'd buy a hammer too. How You'd, much are hammers? Do you think? Uh, a good hammer? Yeah. A hammer that's gonna last you? No, because I don't <laughs> plan on doing this. Is more of a lark. Oh, okay. Uh, then you can probably get like a ten dollar hammer, maybe even five. How much for the tool belt? Tool belt is probably gonna run you like a cheap tool belt, maybe like fifteen dollars. Well, okay. <laughs> You're $20 into this now. Yeah. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Is that tool belt also going to hold my pants up? Uh, It can. Because if I don't need a regular belt, then I could sell my regular belt. <laughs> yeah. I could sell my regular belt for like $5. Yeah, so I'm down, this back down to 15 bucks. This is starting to turn into a real gift of the Magi situation, though, Tim. What do you mean? Uh, Everything to you. <laughs> Is a gift of the magic. Well, situation. what if you get everything done and then the person's like, well, you know, I don't have any money. I was hoping to barter, so I bought you these pants. And now you don't have a belt to keep them up. Yeah, I do. My tool belt. No, but they're like tuxedo pants. They're nice. I think you can't you can, wear a, uh, a, a tool I, belt with I them. I could dye my tool belt black <laughs> and it would go well, with it. You're going to have to go out and buy some dye. I got a lot of black dye. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Um, 
No, I could see if you were a uh, a handyman, you'd show up at somebody's house, you'd be like, uh, what's the problem? What am I here to do? And they'd be like, oh, I'm having a problem with this. And you'd be like, that's nah, fine. <laughs> Just leave it. Just get used to it. <laughs> be like, oh, I'd like, uh, you know, some uh, coat hooks put up. And you'd be like, ah, just put put your coats on uh, the doorknob. It's fine. And they'd be like, this cabinet's broken. You'd be like, nah, you're just opening it wrong. Just so, stop opening it so hard. I'd be talking myself. I'd be, I'd be talking. No, you'd still right try at- and charge them for it. I don't think I'm that <laughs> dumb, Tom. Well, you. I'm offended that you. Think or you pretend think to do something. You just, you just, you know, hammer and be like, no. oh, l- l- oh, let me see here. I, you I, just I, hammer I, a cabinet. Frankly, Tom, this is offensive. This, the, what, what, what you're, what you're alleging. What here. kind of stuff would you do as a handyman? I'd learn how to do all the the basics. Like hammering, <laughs> nailing. <laughs> hammering uh, and nailing are the same thing. Sawing. Yeah. Uh, with all different types of saw- saws, <laughs> um, uh, what plaster? <laughs> yep, you got it all. Sheetrock, yeah, sheetrock. Yeah. I learned how to do some sheetrock once. There you go. You can apply those skills. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, Tom. It's uh, life is about uh, it's a learning experience. Yeah, they're always trying to knock down walls on that show, though, huh? The, nobody's ever like, yeah, uh, this place is great once we get some walls up. Yeah. Literally everybody wants an open concept yeah. kitchen. Yeah. It's like I want to see my kids when they go when oh. they're watching TV and I'm in the kitchen. It's like first of all, your kid shouldn't be in front of the TV all goddamn day. And also, lady, let's be honest. The only time you're in the kitchen is to pour yourself another glass of wine. <laughs> all right. Right? Yeah. It's, women are bad mothers. And the All men, women? <laughs> and the men don't even care. No, they're like, Ugh. As long as they get their man cave. Yeah. Once in a while, they do have that, like, uh, well, Ooh, look, no Linda is a it. shrill, mean lady, <laughs> and uh, Dave is a, is a doofus uh, who just wants to watch the football yeah, game in the basement. Yeah, they, they just want to find a way to avoid each other. Yeah, it's just like, oh, this is like... Man, this is the this is the other side of the American dream, man. Yeah, the side you don't see. Yeah, look, you see the the manicured lawn, mm-hmm. and, uh, the n- nice freshly painted three bedroom Victorian, right? Yeah, but you don't see what's going on inside that open concept kitchen. Exactly, and it's it's not good, Tom. Yeah. It's not it's not the kind of uh, life these people had envisioned for themselves. Yeah, they always want to be in the kitchen watching their kids. Yeah, because it's open concept, Tom. People don't spend like, and it's and sometimes they will ask people. Tom, like, I'll tell you one thing though. Yeah, you don't spend time in your kitchen. That doesn't mean other people. don't No, spend I was time gonna say kitchens. that people ask them like, "Oh, do you cook a lot?" And they're like, "Well, I would if I had an open concept." <laughs> like they always blame the kitchen that they currently have for why they don't cook. Yeah, and they. I mean, maybe it happens sometimes, but it just always strikes me as like uh, like the type of person who's like, yeah, I'm going to get really into photography. First things first, let me buy, you know, the a $5,000 professional camera. This happens with these with these people with the kitchens that they just I always think, think you're constructing a straw no, man. They right just now, always Tom. think that the kitchen is, is the answer. No, I mean, yeah, they do think the kitchen is the answer, but I think these people do cook more often than you do. Nah.
I don't think so. You know what uh, HGTV should start showing? (laughs) What? How to clean clean your home. (laughs) Do you think there's a market for that kind of show? Do you think, I mean, you you couldn't host it. Yeah. That's for GD. No, I'm sure that there's, um, well, Hoarders is on a different channel, but I'm sure there's some kind of like extreme clean, crime scene cleaners. Oh, God. (laughs) No, I'm talking about like a here's how to get your home into a a basic level of cleanliness that won't make a guy who's doing a podcast with you (laughs) sick every week. Well, that that seems like an awfully specific uh, show, Tim. I don't think there'd really be that much of a market for it. That's that's the thing with the cable television these days. You can... Everything's a niche. It's such a niche. Yeah. I think that's being disproven by all this, right? Because I think... They thought that. It was like cable television. Yeah, we can make a channel for everything. Yeah, a channel for people to learn about history and a channel for people (laughs) to learn how to do do, do it yourself things around the house. And it all turned into like, eh, just awful people pretending to be in situations that they're not in for real. Here's just a bunch of. Well, and here's the other thing. Again, I've never bought a house, but like uh, whenever I watch. Especially like the house hunter type shows. Oh, I got to tell you about this. this, the, The impetus for all this. But, um, uh, whenever I watch like a house hunter type things, um, either like this is ridiculous that people are have this kind of money to spend on a house, or I'm like this is ridiculous that people are able to buy a house for this little money. Right. I'm always mad one way or another, or I'm mad when like uh somebody's either like oh yeah we have a million dollars to spend and they're like oh you can buy this uh you know tiny little closet and people are like oh this is great i'm like what that's crazy or when it's like well we only have ten thousand dollars and they're like well we'll have to limit it to these three mansions tom yeah there's seemingly a hole in your life that hgtv is just not equipped to patch yeah well, luckily, there's you know Flash and Arrow, and yeah. I watch those shows, yeah. and it fills the hole right got up. That. Great. <laughs> um, got in uh, the weekly. Uh, yeah. Flash and Arrow. Oh, oh plug! Yeah. Great shows. Season finale is coming up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, oh, so I was watching. Oh, what was it? Was it Flip or Flop? Love it or list it? No. What the hell was the concept of the show? Flea market flip. <laughs> flip it to win it flipping the block get it sold going yard go flip yourself get the uh, flip out of here it, it was house hunters international house hunters international renovation it was flip or flop pop. because i have this mail that they sent me house hunters on vacation house hunters where are they now house hunters on vacation is it just a vacation show are they hunting for a vacation? No, they take some well-needed breaks and uh, eat some nachos. <laughs> you wish you'd watch that show. I would eat if the Food Network. I would eat, I would eat nachos. <laughs> no, if, if if the Food Network had a show where it was oh. just like nachos, and it wasn't even like <laughs> we'll teach you how to make new nachos every week. It'll just be like here's a plate of ma- nachos. Look at it; it's great, right? So like a screensaver, basically. <laughs> yeah, but all different types of nachos. Well, a screensaver could have all different types of nachos. Don't you think that that would just make you uh, crazy, though, Tim? It would just make you want nachos. I would. Uh, well, Aren't then I'd go, it might inspire me to 
get some nachos get on my your own. Dump. I don't think you need any inspiration to get nachos, Tim. I'll tell you one thing. I think all you need is the word nachos to come up. I've never seen an instance where the idea of nachos hasn't come up and you haven't later gotten nachos in that same day. I've, I'm already plotting to get nachos <laughs> exactly. as soon no, as I, I leave I, here. I can literally see the gears in your head turning of like... You cannot literally <laughs> see that, Tom. I can. Tim, <laughs> I, I think you need to go you. to a doctor. Well, I'm a truth-telling robot in these gears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no turning them off. Uh, no, I can see that you're you're figuring out, like, all right, how long will it take me to get home? When should I order the nachos so that they'll come right as I get home? Or is there a way I can get nachos on the way home? Tom, screw you. <laughs> Of course I know. Uh, you don't think there's a protocol that I follow that, like, when, here's where I get off the bus. Oh, you've got a go-to nacho place? Yeah, I know exactly when along the bus route to hit send on my seamless order. Uh-huh. That oh, I can, and then pick them up. That I just swing by. I just oh, walk man. in and be like, order for Tim. They're like, here are your nachos. And, like, I barely have to slow down, Tom. <laughs> um. I'll it, be eating. I'll be eating nachos so fast your head'll spin, Tom. Okay, make you sick. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you I about ain't, these. I ain't nachos so fast. It's gonna make me sick. Huh. Beat that. Beat that, Aunt Jemima. So the show that should be my new catchphrase. <laughs> beat that, Aunt Jemima. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean anything. Mm, that's some delicious syrup. Beat that, Aunt Jemima, and I'll be known for my <laughs> delicious syrup. I mean. It wouldn't have to be just syrup. You could say that like whenever, like when you win, when you have a victory. Mmm, that's some delicious syrup. Yeah. Beat that, Aunt Jemima. Yeah, the syrup of victory. Yeah. You can get shirts num, made up. Num, num, and I'll do that. <laughs> People will love that, right? Yeah. Um, the show that I wanted to talk about, Tim, was fit or fit fl- <laughs> Flip or Flop. Flip or Flop. Um. Because I got this thing in the mail, Tim, a special invitation to a private free auction event, Flipping New York. Um, all these uh, all these HG people, they've all got different scams going on, too. Like side? Yeah. Promo- like, uh- like they sent me these obviously not real tickets, but they're like, oh, look at how much is the, what's the price on that fake ticket? It's a uh, well, it says it's one hundred and forty seven dollar value. Yeah. But it looks like uh, it looks legit, and there's two of them. May I have one? You can have one. Okay, I'm sure they'll be checking these tickets at the door, right? Well, and then it's like, oh, if you come, you'll get you know a free iPod and like a VIP package. And this is just this has got to be some kind of a like a like a scam or this something. This is the the equivalent of John Travolta flying over to Japan and being like, yeah, I'll. I'll sit down for a photo shoot for this one watch. How is it the equivalent of that? Because it's a kind of scummy side gig. No, no. I think there's like a timeshare type thing where like you go to this and you're thinking like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to learn from my favorite TV personalities, but they're going to be trying to sell you something. Oh, yeah. It's on Staten Island. Nothing good happens there, right? (laughs) Oh, it's at the Crystal Room. Sounds Mm. fancy. Um, Oh, but so I was watching this show, uh, Flip or Flop, and they're, uh, uh, the premise is the premise is Tim, that they buy a house that's, uh, gotta have some work done. And, uh, it's a crazy show. It's actually, it would be entertaining if these two, uh, 
people dimwits dimwits weren't such dimwits okay uh they're just not entertaining to watch um because there's a lot of pressure in this show the show makes me nervous they buy a house they buy it in cash and then they do a bunch of work and then yeah, it's sell called it. flipping a house yeah, Tom. yeah yeah okay or no i'm sorry they don't buy it in cash or at least the episode I saw, they didn't buy it in cash. They bought it with like some crazy high interest loan. And it was just costing them so much every day. And there were like setbacks and uh, they could have been underwater. But anyway, this one episode I saw, uh, in the middle of the episode, the lady's car gets stolen. Like on camera. Wow. And that does not become the rest of the episode. Well, they have a house to flip, Tom. Otherwise, it's going to turn into a flop. Otherwise, it could turn into an investigation show, and you could show what happens. They could like a try- backdoor pilot. Yeah, kind of backdoor pilot. Yeah, get some uh. investigators in there. Like all of a sudden, you know, we got these. Oh, who are these two? And now all of a sudden, it's following these two. How did her car get stolen on camera? That's the thing. The and that's why I feel comfortable calling these people dimwits. Because they're in, they're by like the garage of this house, and they're like, "Oh, should we flip it or flop it?" And uh, all of a sudden, the woman's like, "What is flop it? Just burn it down, arson? Uh, crush it? Ooh, just get uh, a big, get a bunch of big safes and anvils, and flop them on." Uh-huh. Uh, all of a sudden, the woman's like, "Is that my car? I'm hearing," and the guy is like, "Who?" Huh? and takes off running. And they see the car driving away. Like, it was parked right out front. And they're like, hey, don't steal our car or whatever. And they can't understand what's actually happening. And then they can't figure out how the car got stolen. But then they figure out that the, um, the woman left her purse, like, on the stoop. And uh, the guy just came and took the keys. I don't know why he didn't steal the purse, too. Just took the keys out and took the car. And then at the end of the episode, they're like, another good news. We got the car back. And they didn't explain what happened. Show me I mean, what happened. probably just saw, like, the way they ever recover a stolen car, Tom. But I want to hear the backstory of the guy who stole it. Why? It's more interesting than these dimwits. So watch a different program. Watch Cops. I do watch Cops, Tim. <laughs> I think your problem is that Cops isn't on enough. Yeah. yeah. How come there isn't a, like a Justice Again, channel? Again, that's another, that's another hole in your life that HGTV is just not yeah. equipped to fill. There needs to be a Cops channel. Oh, no. That's depressing, man. <laughs> not always. Only sometimes it's depressing. Oh, it's literally always depressing. Uh... Yeah, so that was my my problem with uh, flip or flop. One time, uh, a family friend. It also showed like just how bad uh, the neighborhoods are that they're buying these houses. That like the car just gets stolen off the street. Yeah. One time, a, a family friend had his car stolen from I think Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the guy called my dad and was like telling him about it. The 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 robber? It was like a ransom situation. No, no, no. The guy uh, whose car was stolen. Was I like, have your friend's car. Like you'll never believe what happened. And like, uh, you know, they're they're friends of the family. So mm-hmm. like, uh, my like the dad. Mob? So my dad was like, uh, like was like, oh, that's terrible. And then like took the phone down and said to my mom, like, 
you know, so and so's car got stolen oh, from I him. Like it, and like me and my brother and probably some of my friends were there, and it was like the early nineties, mm-hmm. and it was uh, just like uh, right after that Seinfeld episode aired, where uh, Jerry's car gets stolen, mm-hmm. and he calls up uh, the guy the his car phone at the time, uh-huh. and the guy answers the car phone, and he's like, "Why'd you steal my car?" And the guy's like, "I didn't know it was yours." Ah, and he's like, Ooh. and then he's like, "Hey, uh, how do you work the radio on this thing?" And it's a big joke. Uh-huh. But so me and my brother were like, "Tell him to call the car phone," and my dad was just like, "Hey, shut up!" Like, <laughs> and like we we're like, "It'll be so funny. Can we call? <laughs> What's his car phone number?" And like. This man, you know, like a $30,000 car just got stolen. Yeah. And me and my brother were like, this is hilarious. Do this. And that's when I realized uh, having kids must suck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that, I didn't realize that at the time. Right. Thinking back on that. Yeah. Thinking this, back now, you would get a closed concept kitchen. Yeah. Those kids out of here. I don't yeah. want to see them. Yeah. And then when I get a phone call <laughs> from a friend <laughs> who's going through a tough time, uh, there'll be a wall separating me so they won't hear when, I, when yeah. I'm telling my wife about it. And uh, they're just uh, uh, making cracking dumb jokes from some bullshit they saw on TV. <laughs> Imagine if like, uh, yeah, if, 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 we, if you had kids and this happened to me and I called you and I overheard your kids about when your piece of shit kid say? <laughs> and, I'd be like, and I'd be like, Tom, oh, Jesus. And I'm coming like, over I'd there. Be like, Tom, you know, you know I hate my kids. <laughs> yeah. You know my kids suck. What are you getting uh, on me like, about well, it? Like, I'm it's your come fault. over and teach them a lesson. Yeah. And then I'd like, then I like have to stop you from doing that. No, I'd teach them like a lesson. I like, I'd, I'd uh, <laughs> steal them or something. I'd, I'd set up some elaborate, uh, sc- scary thing to happen to them. That's. Like a poltergeist situation. Yeah, some kind of a poltergeist situation. Steal one of them and then like uh, put them on, like videotape them and put them on the TV. <laughs> yeah, and be like, your sister's in the yeah, TV well, now. Uh, yeah, hope I, you're happy. Yeah, I hope I hope we all had a good laugh because now you're now your sister's trapped in the television. Uh, and have to get this weird old lady. Oh, let's let's call the TV. Oh, it'll be hilarious. And the kid's crying because he mm. thinks his sister's trapped in the TV. Like, no, it's funny. It's funny. Now you know what it's like. Yeah, it's not good. <sighs> well, can I say one more thing about this, Tom? Because sure. we're out of time, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm exhausted. I think we got a lot of stuff wrong. <laughs> I think the way that we recounted these shows, uh, were it was it was this whole episode was riddled with inaccuracies. <laughs> And just false statements. Well, you claim that the Proverb Brothers have some kind of a romantic relationship. <laughs> no, I I never claim that. I claim that they act like it. <laughs> okay. I don't think they do. No, me neither. Yeah. I just feel like that's the way they act on camera, which if they're listening, maybe you want to dial that back a little bit. <laughs> However. I think they're they're probably doing just fine. They're probably not going to listen to your advice. I think uh, the premises of some of these shows mm-hmm. we got wrong, I got wrong, and there's nothing. I was listening to an episode of something. There's nothing worse than hearing people talk at length. <laughs> about something they're wrong about? About something they're... I was listening... I think it was a Never Not Funny episode, mm-hmm. and they kept referencing the Quarrymen. Uh-huh. It's like a band. And that was the Beatles, right? Yeah, yeah. But they didn't know... 
that it was the that Beatles. That it was the Beatles. Yeah. So they were like, uh, what was whatever the happened in these idiots? Yeah, they were like, what, are, what was a Quarryman's biggest hit? And one of them was like, I don't know. And I don't think it was like a bit. I don't think it was a bit. And I'm really bad at pulling off those bits. Yeah. Like, I don't want anybody to know that, like, <laughs> I don't know basic information. So, uh-huh. like, I have so no... you just make everything a bit. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and I'm sitting there screaming, just like, you idiots, just somebody do a Google search. You all have the... And, uh, and uh, that got me thinking about this show. <laughs> this show must be the worst to live... Because we are constantly getting things wrong because we you are a lot yeah we don't fact check anything as we're talking and we're like i seem to remember in this uh, this time (laughs) this happened and it's usually very wrong and once in a while somebody will tweet like hey you got this wrong idiot and i'll just be like screw you blocked (laughs) but they're right so i apologize to anybody who uh who ever gets frustrated only only took hundreds of episodes for you to finally i mean you are way more frequently nah, wrong than I am. Not You're usually. not a very smart man. No, I'm pretty... Uh, I don't think so. Pretty up-to-date on everything. That's why it's called The Complete Guide to Everything. And that's the end. Good night, everybody. Uh, if you like the show, you can go to tcgt.com to find out more. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter, at Complete Guide, you can follow me at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me at your pal Tim. And guess what? I'll tweet. I'll tweet uh, like <laughs> never even seen. Well, so there it is. Why, that's, why that's, would uh, I say something? Well, you felt the need to sell it. <laughs> London, uh, we're coming to do shows mm-hmm. at King's Place June 25th, 26th, 27th. Tickets are moving fast, mm-hmm. according to a tweet from... Zoe. Well, and according to the reports, the reports from the ground. Right. Uh, We have some uh, eyes on the ground, some ears on the ground over there, Mm -hmm. and they're they're reporting. Yeah. Uh, TCGTE.com slash live. You can uh, can do that. Hey, you getting a gift for somebody? You getting a gift for yourself? Yeah, sure. I will. From Amazon? I might. TCGTE.com slash Amazon. Tom? Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to support the show, I do. You can go there whenever you're going to buy something from Amazon. Same Amazon that you know and love. Mm-hmm. The same bargain basement prices. <laughs> uh, uh, we get a small U.S., kickback. Canada, and U.K. all yeah. on there. Yeah, so uh, we would appreciate it, and uh, we thank everybody who does their shopping because yeah. a lot of people seem to do their shopping. Too. Yeah, thank you. Um, what else we got, Tom? <sighs> What else don't we have? Oh, we're going to put out the the Patreon episode, right? The Scientology one? Yeah, I started editing that, and there's some... uh, Uh Uh-oh. No, there's some uh, visual stuff in there, so I'm trying to figure out the best way to present that. Mm, A slideshow. We'll talk about it. (laughs) We'll talk about it. That's what the delay has been there. Uh, TCGTE.com slash pledge for that. Yeah, be... Coming soon. Keep an eye out. The complete take the complete guide to everything pledge. <laughs> what would that pledge look like? Um, it's it's very low stakes. This whole thing, Tom. <laughs> I feel like the pledge would be like I I vow to I pledge to listen to the complete guide to everything if I feel like it. If the if it <laughs> interests me and I'm not sick of these guys. Oh, I was. Uh, uh, there would be like a celibacy in there. 
you want our fans to be <laughs> just remain celibate. Uh, you know, I, I keep saying fans. Yeah, you like, sound like a real, real jerk. He's a fan of a podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan of podcasts. I'm a fan of Serial because Sarah Koenig is uh, the best journalist <laughs> in the history of journalism. Man, you're just going after all the all the. <laughs> she really uh, taking she down really all the kings. Broke uh, podcasting wide open with that, huh? Journalism. She broke journalism wide open with it. Uh-huh. She's never been a better journalist than Sarah Koenig. I like the way that she says the word judgy instead of judgmental. Because <laughs> when you're a journalist, why use a word that actually exists when you could use a stupid uh, fake word that means the same thing? All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs>